All right, everybody. It's the League Podcast Championship Week. We're here with Mike Feinberg. What's up, Mike? Yo, not much, man. Just excited for uh, Championship Weekend. Fuck yeah, bringing that energy, I see. Uh, <laughs> fucking, yo, miracle story. We'll get to that later. Mike's in the finals versus me in League of Extraordinary Fantasy, gentlemen. We'll get to that later. But let's start with the most, the craziest thing of the week. The Jets and the Rams. Who had a worse week? Oh, my God. Like, this is just so classic for the Jets. Because <laughs> they the, they lose out on Trevor Lawrence now without something happening in the next two weeks with the Jags. Jags have the tiebreaker. I don't know what it is exactly, but they have it. But the Rams had legit playoff contention, you know, like, 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 like but they did matter. They, they don't, um, they lose a home game as of now. They look like frauds because you fucking lost to the Jets. Um, so who, what, what, was the win worse or was the loss worse? I would say that the win was worse because of the long-term ramifications it has passed this year alone. Uh, the loss to the Jets is obviously never something that should be taken lightly. But at the same time, like, that, you know, that, that terrible loss will at least have the end of its significance at the, se- you know, at the end of the season. The Jets just fucked up probably, like, at a minimum, their next, like, five years, I'd say. Um, I, I, they're pro- let's say they get the second pick. They're probably going to pick uh, projected this this really int- awesome lineman from Oregon who didn't who opted out this year. He's projected mm-hmm. to go two, right? So you put another anchor over there to help Darnold, and you fire Gase for sure, and everyone who had anything to do with this team. Absolutely. You keep you you go forward with Darnold because he you drafted him high. He you you fucked him up by by hiring Gates, which I thought was an awful hire. You you see in your division what he did to the Dolphins. He did nothing with the Dolphins. I think he made the playoffs the first year with Matt right. Moore, but like he was trash the rest of his 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 tenure there. You know. Well, he he did well in his first year, which is more of an indication that it was the previous organization, previous regime mm-hmm. that put together that team. But then every like. like any guy who's come out of Miami over the last like two or three years, mm-hmm. you know, like they're actually doing well. Tannehill, Damian Williams, Kenyon, uh, Kenyon Drake, you know, like three guys that were all there, Parker. pretty important <laughs> positions, right? And look what happens—they all actually do well everywhere else they go. But that that chapter of the Jets is over. Like he just cannot stay. Now going uh, like losing Trevor Lawrence now, like. Obviously, Darnell was a high pick, and he had a lot of potential. Maybe Gase just screwed him up because he might have the Gase effect next year when there's a new regime in town and they actually are competent coaches uh, and put their players in position to win. But we don't know. But obviously, Trevor Lawrence is the most talented quarterback to probably come out of college, I would say, since Andrew Luck. We're like, Uh he's a no-doubter, number one overall pick. He's probably better than Andrew Luck in a lot of ways because of the numbers he's put up and, like, the dominance he's had in college. We're like, he's lost one game I think it was the national championship game last year to um uh I forget oh LSU which was a totally stacked team Justin Jefferson Joe Burrow CEH stacked everywhere and their entire defense is now in the NFL yeah uh, was it that guy McQueen or Queen is on the Ravens Patrick Queen yeah he's and I and think he's, a couple uh, of cornerbacks he's a huge difference major, uh, maker and then uh, LSU is always putting out cornerbacks early in the draft um you know okay. If you go through the list Patrick Peterson uh your boy Teron Matthew like they always have um good D-backs I mean, it's like it's like a system that just breeds a ton of running back uh, receivers into the NFL, and by comparison, from practice and recruitment, their cornerbacks are insane too at LSU. Well, that that area, the Florida, Louisiana, Texas area, Alabama, Mississippi, that little like area down there is just an absolute hotbed for for great athletic football talent. Yeah, yeah, Georgia included, but uh, yeah, that's all the SEC. So. I, I I just I'm happy the Chiefs are loaded up with uh, LSU players to be honest. Now going to the the Rams, what, like fraud. They get fraud label all day. You I mean you can't take a Jets lot to an O and I think they were twelve at the time. O and twelve, like I think you, something like that. Yeah, O and thirteen. You're, you're fraud. You're fraud all day. Like they, you can't take them seriously. Like if you're betting in the playoffs right now, you can't take the Rams seriously. Like I wouldn't put money for them to cover any spreads or nothing like that. But I it's weird cuz they have a good defense. They run the football. I guess it's got to be Goff. They have good receivers. Like he's just kind of shitty. I think Goff is one of those guys that needs like a perfectly clean pocket and then he performs really well like at a high a high level. But 
you rarely ever get many plays in the game when you have a clean pocket to throw like three, four seconds. Like it just doesn't exist. He's, but he, he throws like he has a shit in his pants. Like, like <laughs> yeah, I, he's got great like great uh, weapons outside, and he's got receiving backs. Mm-hmm. I I just like the game just doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. I'm just chalking it up to the Jets just wanted it more. That's it. Now we're gonna and go... also their defense has low key been been okay in, no, uh, in the last couple of games. No, they haven't. It start every every one against the Jets. You uh, was it uh, um. Miller, uh, I forget who it was everyone. Everyone who had anyone who was starting against the Jets last week played their asses. Like, oh yeah, no, no, I'm not s- saying that. I'm saying that the Jets low key like have just been playing better. You know what it takes to play better than what they were playing before? Then you're just not, not total much. trash. Like, you know, like your defense. Oh yeah, that's right. You guys remembered you're actually playing defense. That's an improvement because yes. they just didn't do anything for the first thirteen or ten weeks. They- but. Uh, it's it's terrible. I can't believe that the Rams just fucked up that game so badly. Now an equally as bad loss here. Another we're gonna throw the fraud label again here. The Steelers on Monday night lost to the Bengals, who started like some guy named Finley from Boise. And like I can't name you. They didn't have Mixon out there. They have like a forty year old uh, Giovanni Bernard, like who gashed them. He looked really good in that game, actually. No, like. Giovanni, Giovanni Bernard probably had the game of his career against the Steelers, who ha- have a really good defense, I guess. Like Once they lost Dupree and Bush, their linebacking court took a big hit, but they're also on the field all the time because Ben Roethlisberger and company can't move the football. They, they have no run game to speak of. Ben eyes in on Deontay Johnson. You have fucking Juju Smith-Schuster. Like, think, he still thinks it's 2018, and he's playing with a, a Antonio Brown. He's the absolute best second receiver in the NFL. And it's just it's, – they're, they're in a mess again. Yeah, they can't they, they, they can't really run the ball at all, mm-hmm. and everybody just drops back, and, and, and you know, they can actually play defense. Mm-hmm. But uh, that, they, that team is, is, is major fraud alert right now. I, I, I'm, I'm extremely happy, with, you know, with the results, mm-hmm. but I just, you know – it's got to happen when your quarterback is, you know, like torn to pieces and put back together, doesn't move at all in the pocket. You ever seen Ben Roethlisberger scramble? Look, yeah, ever, ever. Like dude. I don't remember him scrambling even when he was young. But F Ben he Roethlisberger, he can't do anything. He's a statue in the pocket. F Ben Roethlisberger about his injuries, man. You know who's a real trooper who's really injured is Matt Stafford. Got COVID two times, broke like twenty five ribs. Unlike Drew Brees, he played the next week, right? Like. That guy yeah. is an absolute. He he played half a season last year with a broken back, and eventually they were like, "Yo, bro, you, your back's broke. You probably shouldn't play." <laughs> you know, like Ooh. that guy is a gamer. I I found new respect for Matt uh, for Matt Stafford the last two years, and like just the like he goes out there and he's still like he's not that he's going out there and he's awful. He goes out there and he's competent. He's good quarterback still, and like he's super hurt. He he's just another cursed lion. That's just, that team is just filled with you know like a history of players that were just better than they needed to be for the kind of team that the that the Lions inevitably are. He needs to go to like the Bears or like the Rams or like some team that's like set up, but they really just you, need a quarterback. Denver Broncos or the Denver Broncos if, for sure. And, and and it would pain me to see the Broncos actually become competent again. But that is just such a perfect fit. They got all those receivers. They have a running game. Their offensive line isn't great, but I mean, shit, can only be as you know as bad as the Lions currently are. Nick Fangio is going to get fired, kind of like unfairly. I think that he's done really the best he's possibly could have done with the team that was put in front of him, like Drew Lock sucks, and like yep. he lost his best receiver in the first week of the season. They signed Melvin Gordon, who's fucking done, and like. You know, like Philip, like Philip Lindsay, he's he's like a okay complimentary player. Like I, I don't know, like their offense does have no flow to it. I blame most of that on Drew Locke. Their defense played yeah. well until they eventually just had too many injuries to overcome. You lose Von Miller before the season starts. Like, yep. what's his name? Uh, Bradley Chubb is having a good year, but he, um, he should. He was picked like they, fifth overall. <laughs> they've lost, uh, I think, their top three uh, corners, uh, starting cornerbacks. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're they're. they're defense and their offense can't really function because of the quarterback so it sounds to me like that's you know get healthy on defense Mm -hmm. improve your quarterback with Matt Stafford and you're good to go absolutely um let's move on to a couple of lost seasons and what their value is going to be next year like 
two guys that were just like epically hurt this year was CMC MT and they were was it CMC was number one pick at MT I saw Michael Thomas go as high as three in some drafts um are they first round picks next year uh I I don't see why they I mean the quarterback situation in in New Orleans might you know make me hesitate for a second on Michael Thomas maybe not top not as early as he went this year, mm-hmm. but Christian McCaffrey, by all accounts, is you know going to be perfectly healthy next year. Mm-hmm. I don't see why they wouldn't go back to uh, you know the same kind of role for him. So, mm-hmm. not so much worry with CMC, more with Michael Thomas. I don't think I think Michael Thomas is like a a, a high second round pick, maybe a mid second round pick. I think he goes out of the first round because of just like the he he played a lot more than CMC and when CMC did play this year he was absolute gangbusters he he has like 80 something points in fantasy and half PPR and the guy played three games so like right. when he was there he was killing it Michael Thomas he played like seven games or something like that and, and like there wasn't really any game where he really killed it I think he he topped out at like maybe 12 or 13 points this year he had a really down season yeah I mean it, it you know it's it, it's tough you know you get selected with one of those early picks and you almost don't have a choice like you're you know, confined by how much more the projection is going to be for these guys. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, it's with any first-round pick. If you lose your first-round pick, then you're already at a huge disadvantage for the season. For sure. And you know there's going to be landmines in that first round. And, and, like, you know there's going to be just absolute guys who kill it for you, like, in your second round. Like, like this year, guys who picked – oh, I said last year, guys who picked Dalvin Cook, right? He was a, a mid-late second-round pick. Absolute – animal last year he killed it he, he was out for the playoffs but like he he murdered it and you were probably in your finals or your at least in the playoffs because you picked dalvin cook in the second round mm-hmm. like guys that this year like if you picked if you had a top two pick this year you were fucked you you lost barkley week two and then you lost yep. cmc pretty much the entire year um so like there's a lot to it, overcome but you know like with all these first round picks this year obviously it was but then you also had Kamara mm-hmm. losing the three weeks that Drew Brees was out. Uh, maybe it was like two two of those games actually. I think he one. But it didn't perform as well. And you see with the results of the of the leagues, it's a lot of up top seeds not moving on in the playoffs and all that kind of stuff. Like it's it's the perfect storm for you, cats. I, I, I'm just going to keep saying it. it's. <laughs> This is uh something is gonna happen in this finals. Great, that's gonna I don't know. Great not segue. Be expected. Great segue. League of Short and Fancy John. We we're in the finals, Mike and me, and it was funny because uh, in November Mike was not looking great. He was on the ropes. I was talking to him about maybe selling on Tyreek and building for the future because, you know, I, I didn't I didn't see him making the playoffs. Um, I mean there was a lot of circumstances that happened. He went on a good run. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek got real hot. And Steve's team just got hurt. They just all got hurt, and they didn't do nothing. Like Debo Samuel, Mixon, he was six and two at one point, and then I think he finished at six and seven. So like he he basically lost. He pretty much had to lose out. And uh, I think Cheese finished over you. No, no, I was the uh, fourth seed. Oh, I'm sorry. You so were I, I I, I finished it. before uh, uh, James, James and then Cheese. Oh. All right, yeah. So I mean, all right, I, I didn't realize you finished that good, but um. So yeah, like I was shocked that he did that bad at the end. I I thought for sure he was going to make the playoffs. I guess that's the sacrificial cheese bomb came in there. If you, if uh if Steve didn't just totally fall off the cliff, then cheese wouldn't have been in the playoffs, and he wouldn't have got absolutely obliterated by me in that in that first week. Um, yeah, it's just all all part of the unexpected happening in 2020. So you're you're using like you're really sucking yourself up here for this like it's 2020 I, I, anything could happen. That's that's what I'm going with. Yeah, but I'm saying a return to normalcy here. Like we got to get shit back on track. Vaccines out. Shit's getting cured, man. That's so. what well, well, I mean, yes, COVID wise, we might have the cure out there, but your guys are still injured. So that's that. That's all I'm going on. Been injured all year. From CMC. Hey, look, I I, I didn't have CMC all year. So I, I'm still here, baby. I I didn't have Michael Thomas pretty much the entire year. Still here. Uh, very true, very true. But it's- all right. So Mike, I, I know you wanted. I know I know you're using this to psych yourself up, but I, I think that um, I I just think I'm gonna just back to back first back to back champ. Uh, 
Uh, it doesn't matter. My team got hurt. My team's deep and it's good. Um, I kicked the shit out of uh, LP, the the T, the the, the points leader of the uh, year. Yeah, I, I I'm looking at your team, and obviously it's not exactly going to be uh, an easy road for me to win this match. But look, you got your running backs playing each other, which if it's just a low scoring game, that would be beautiful. And, no, no, no. Uh, if it's a low scoring game, you imagine there's going to be a lot of running. Yeah, but no touchdowns. You can fine. I'd rather you get 20 points from 200 yards from Henry. Then another three from three touchdowns. You know what I mean? Like okay, but if I'm, I'd if rather he, him get like no touchdowns. Let's say I'm down. Let's say I'm down forty. Sunday night football, Aaron Jones versus Derrick Henry. You're you're clearly sweating that out. Yeah, I've I've pretty much accepted that. That's probably the only way I'm going to be able to win. So uh, <laughs> Sunday night will be an interesting one. I've got uh, uh you know, I I I don't really know what my roster is at the moment, but. It's all about when Kansas City plays, obviously. Well, I think they play 1 o'clock. Play, I think they're 1 o'clock against Atlanta. Your entire squad is pretty much done at 1. And then yeah. I pretty much play everyone in the afternoon and, and, and Sunday night. Uh, so, like, you're going to obviously have a gigantic lead going into the 4 o'clock games, and then my roster starts to play. So, it, it'll it'll... Whatever happens, I, it's going to come down to the wire this year, I think. Uh, you know, that Sunday night game is going to be the, the clincher right there. And I'm glad there's there's no – I think neither of us have anyone going on Monday. I don't have any Bills or I don't have any uh, Patriots, right? Well, that, that that might not be true for me. Okay. I might have uh, the one or two. Well, I'm probably going to work John Brown into the roster. John Brown? Mm-hmm. Against... I'll explain to you why very easily. Diggs is not 100%. And the my and the uh, New England defense just lost Gilmore for the season, so I think that they're going to be able to throw a little bit easier than they otherwise would have. And I think John Brown might be the recipient. I mean, obviously, Cole please. Hall of Famer Beasley is. Uh, please play John Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, you, you might get what you want right here. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm going to tell you right now. I want you to play John Brown. I I I, I don't know who else you have going. Play John Brown. Well, see, that's the thing. It's not like I have like a whole bunch of big names like, ooh, Alan Lazard or maybe Michael Pittman. Hey, they scare you a little bit more. This is what I'm working with over here. <laughs> this is the team. I have um, my, my my well, I'm unfortunately having to play. Well, it's not even that bad, big of a deal. Robbie Anderson has had a really good season. He's going to go for a thousand yards and about like a hundred catches or something like that this year. Like he had a really good season. And that's going to be my third receiver because Michael Thomas has got a high ankle sprain. And what I've learned about high ankle sprains are is that you're fucked for the year. Like, you're not going to be right until next year. So, like, Michael Thomas, CEH, um, uh, what's the guy, uh, CMC, like, these guys, like, they'll play and they'll be, like, 70% of what they do. After yeah. I, I, I can honestly say that I wish I had uh, Le'Veon Bell right now. That would have been That would have been a sweet little trade in the beginning of the season. But... Missed out on that one. Yeah, it only took, you know, he has like, he. I think he'll be good for this playoff run. And like, but like, he fucked up the Kansas City backfield for anyone who had any stake in it. So like, CEH, is, his ceiling went so down when Bell came there. Because like, Bell's clearly going to get like, you know, 30% of the touches. And like that, like, CEH isn't dynamic he just wasn't dynamic this year. He wasn't breaking these crazy runs over the place. They really, he had the volume on a really high, good and a really good offense. And they don't really run the football that much. So, like, I, he really fucked him up. So, uh, I, I like Bell as a player. Like, I think he's good, but I, I don't see him going nuts in the playoffs. Well, it's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. That's that's the bottom line, is that uh, mm-hmm. there's some good matchups. Uh, it, it, that's really all that's about it. it. It comes down to the matchups and obviously praying that you don't get an injury during the game because then you're fucked. But oh yeah, definitely. I mean, that's that. it. It's just all about the mm-hmm. matchups. That at, at the end of the day. Okay, so I'm just thankful that I'm playing you against Atlanta Chiefs against Atlanta than the Chiefs versus Saints like last week. I I think that the Chiefs will obviously beat Atlanta, but that's like your that's your trump card. Like once like whatever they do, then that's like the real sweat I have to sweat out is how nuclear they, if they don't go nuclear, I think I'm good. So if like Mahomes puts up his 20, 25 points 
and, and Tyreek puts up like 15, I think I'm fucking – I'll take that all day. I'll take 40 points from those two because then you're you're kind of like, all right, I don't have – like what you don't really have another big hitter like that. Yeah, but, you know, you just never know. Last week I got 20-something from Marvin Jones. I got uh, Higgins going against the Jets this week. Jets just uh, beat the fucking know. Rams. <laughs> the Jets are getting, the Jets. You just said that the Jets are playing better, man. I'm not saying that they're a good defense. I'm just saying they're playing better. I'm I, saying they played like absolute shit I, I, for the first ten weeks of the season. I particularly think that they're just going to run the ball down the Jets' throat. Like I, I think that the Jets are just going to they're, 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 like because they want Stefanski wants to run the ball on first, second, and if possible third. So like he's not really looking to have Baker throw the football at all, really. Uh, all right, so then, so then I got Kareem Hunt for that. You do. That's right, man. But he's I got Kareem uh, he, Hunt just he, for that reason. And he's he's a a good addition, like he's a good th- player to have on your team, but he's like a flex guy because his ceiling is low because of Nick Chubb. They fucking eat into each other. So like, if he was just a straight it, it, up bell horrible. cow for that team, he would be probably fantasy player one or two in the year. Like he would have like 30 points a game go- every week because they run the football, it's all they do. And that's why I picked Chubb in, up in so many leagues on the startups this year because I was like, all right, even after I, even after this year, okay, they're gonna let Cream Hunt go because why keep him right? Like you know, and then they fucking sign him for two more years. So I got dick with that pick. I thought like I was thinking like next level where like I was like, all right, this is gonna be he's gonna be the 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 RB one next year. Like I, that was my whole yeah. thing. And it and it makes no sense on their team how how the results work out because when Chubb was out, Kareem Hunt didn't put up like insane numbers, which is what we all thought he would. At least at least what. Nick Chubb was doing, you know, you know, at a minimum. Mm-hmm. But he plays better on like the four or five drives a game that he gets in the situational drives or you know a third down receiving role. Mm-hmm. When he plays in that minimal way, in that you know reduced way, he's so good. Mm-hmm. But when he got it every single down, it just didn't work. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, you know, football's funny. Um, so let's go move on to uh, the next thing. The the two buys in League of Short Fantasy, gentlemen, Mike and and LP, biggest frauds of all time as the number one and two in in a, in a playoff. Well, Miller probably gets that as uh, he's one. acknowledged a number of times. He was number one, and he was probably you know least deserving of the number one mm. launchpad. I mean, it's just a tragic tale, man. The guy has got. A very very good team, but just it's uh, it's not happening. He's like the seventy sixers from a couple of years ago. You know, like he trusted the process, he got there, Couldn't shoot and the three. it's just it's just not gelling. And now, you know what happens? You start breaking apart the uh, you know, the dream. Uh, he's not ever gonna make a trade. But <laughs> well, he made a trade with Herman, but like that was to get like an elite player. So like, yeah, I get that, but like he'll never make like a big big move. I. I I was shocked that he made a trade. Like, I don't know. He's been absolutely scarred ever since the that he traded Donk, his first, for some guy no one's ever heard of. And then he traded me uh, the the 201 for some guy I don't think who ever played again, the Titans. It was He was a receiver. <laughs> was that Tajay Sharp or something? No, no. He was a, an established guy. Like, he's had decent seasons in the past. Oh, yeah. I know who you're talking about about and, and, just drawing a blank on the name right yeah, now. I don't even remember the guy but like th- literally when I traded him that was like he did never played again or something like that he was done um yeah no I, I, I'm just um, I'm perusing Launchpad's lineup mm-hmm. and it, it, it's very good from top to bottom mm-hmm. like he's got uh solid players at every position but I don't know like you just you, you got to make it work yeah well he should have put up more points his uh, second his RB well, the second RB situation could uh, use a little, leave you a little work. Now that I'm looking at it, but still very good players. He has Barkley. He got, he blew out his knee. Oh, exactly. My bad. Forgot the IR. Mm-hmm. Yep, hundred percent. With Barkley, this team is absolutely insane, and I think that it would be significantly better than yours when well, when I... operating efficiently. No. Well, I'm just saying yours because you're the. I, did you win last year? Did that happen? Uh, yeah, man. You know, I went undefeated. No one even beat me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Most, the most dominating yeah. performance possibly ever. <laughs> like Muhammad Ali. Well, yeah, we have a uh, champion. Yeah, but I, I and I want to say we never had anybody go back to back. 
Not, Steve, not in this Steve league. is the only two-time winner. That's what we have, right? Only two-time winner, and like he, that's like his little thing. He still holds over over me. So like at this point, um, you know, if I win again this year, he's got really nothing. Uh, and can, can can you say at this point definitively that you've probably encouraged everybody to root for me oh, during yeah. the playoffs this year during this matchup? All right, I'm all right. the bad guy because sure. I, I I'm feeling the love, and and I think I got to do it for the people. Mm-hmm. You but, know. You're it's like, about time. It's about damn time. As a reference, as a wrestling reference, bro, you're you're the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, and I'm fucking Ric Flair, baby, 16-time world champ, baby. That's it. That's it. Wow. I'm well, jet flying. Let's let's see, let's see what let's Just see what 2020 doing. does to you. Woo! That's my biggest. That's my biggest play. That's my biggest card to play right now. 2020 has done enough to me already, man. Gave me cancer. Gave me fucking COVID. Locked me down. Hurt my business. Uh, a little. <laughs> it's time to give back, bro. 2020 uh well the only thing the only positive thing was my son was born so like can't say 2020 sucked all the way but uh mm. other than that it's been pretty rough um so, so let's so can we say that's your good that's your one good thing that you're gonna get in 2020 two good things <laughs> and, my, and, my, and leave the championship out of it uh, i'm gonna do uh, if i win again i promise to to the fans out there and to the haters mostly that i'm gonna do a photo shoot with the belt with the kids in 2020 it's gonna be the christmas cards <laughs> next year and uh i'm even gonna be more annoying with the belt uh, I know I brought it around all summer. It's basically just Watts, Mike, and Mike because everyone else was scared of COVID. But hopefully in this new year, you know, everyone's not scared of COVID and they get to experience getting mocked with the belt. Um, and I hope I set a precedent. Like if I lose, if I, I'll lose graciously and I'll, I'll shake your hand and I'll be like, good game, Mike. I hope I set a precedent by, by being the champ of, of being a cocky dickhead. Like bring that belt out. Flash, this, taunt that shit, bro. Like that's what the whole belt was about. I thought in my mind was like to taunt the rest of us, to, like to to show that you're the champ and all that stuff. So if you get right. the belt, Mike, you win. Finally, after after in a in a miracle story, coming back from all types of odds and adversity. Yeah, I, this is like what your third championship game. Yes, it will be my third. All right, third in six it's, years. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm very close to the buff. Bill's status as launch as uh as Donk uh, referenced earlier this week. Well, you only I, get... I, I I need to get this one. Well, you well if if you win, flags fly forever. So the, the, that that Buffalo Bill shit, you won't be compared to them, man. You'll be like I don't know, some other team that made it there a bunch and did. Oh, like, you like the Cavaliers? <laughs> You'd be like the Cavaliers, man. You made it there a ton. You won once, so you can't really call them losers, you know. There you go. There you go. I just need that one time. Just one. It's all about one time right now. Yeah. So um, let's. I we had an argument. I've had an argument with Herman all year, and the player's name is Mark Ingram. I, I just want. Like, I just want to see what you think, and maybe uh, you know, bring this argument out. Uh, I told Herman that, that, that during the draft, during like the whole off season, you got to sell Mark Ingram and T. Y. Hilton. Your team sucks. You're going nowhere, right? I said even Kelsey, but like obviously Kelsey, you can get a big package for it. It's not going to be like a, a stretch to get something for Kelsey. But those two, I was like, take take what you can get. If you get seconds for those guys, take it, right? And he's like, no, no, that's not what they were worth. I'd rather have them go down with the ship. And like I'm looking at his team besides Ridley. Oh, he got lucky with uh, James Robinson. I, I, mm-hmm. That's pretty much the only assets he's got, and he has no picks. He has a pick next year. But like this is a wasted season for him because he didn't make the playoffs with his whack team. He sold Kelsey, uh, and he got a second for him. He didn't get a first. He got DJ Shark in a second. Uh, like if it was in your shoes, I know you're not selling. You're always in. You're always all in. You've never like broke apart your team. But if you were in his position with that that team, do you take the the late second for um, Mark Ingram? Yeah. I probably would have because I, I don't think his value is ever going to go up from where it is right now. Mm-hmm. So I think that the second round picks are usually pretty fair for uh, like either a late stage running back like Ingram or somebody that's not guaranteed a, a big job. I got a second for Chase Edmonds earlier this year when Drake went down. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a second is probably pretty pretty standard for like a running back with issues. Mm-hmm. Wait, uh, what league's? In the in the cat superflex. Oh, okay. I was gonna say it's like I thought Watts had him in uh in uh LA. Yeah. 
He does. He does in 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 the league of league of extraordinary gentlemen. Yeah, he, he does. He wasn't the league winner. I thought he was going to be this year, but he was very solid. Every week he's putting up like ten points, and you can't really complain about that. Yeah, no, no, I I, I think that the value is fair. Mm-hmm. I think that he should have traded Ingram. Um, I actually don't know why he did DJ Chark and a second for Kelsey. That seems like you you you, you made that trade with that was Launchpad. He made the trade with Launchpad. It was Launchpad who's got Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Right, because right, he's got Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that, that Herman should have asked for a first. I would say a first and DJ two Chark. first for, for yeah, like a first in DJ Chark, you know, like something like that, because or I think that a first in Justin Jefferson launch patch. Because at the time, at yeah, the, at the beginning mean, of the season, at like, the time, he was the more valued yeah. player as DJ Chark. Right. So seeing Kelsey go for DJ Chark and Jefferson would seem to me like Herman actually got some value in that trade, and obviously Launchpad's made out with it. I mean, he didn't win this year, but Kelsey's been a beast every single game. Didn't so didn't even come close. I, to I, him, really. I, What's that? Didn't even come close to winning, really. No, yeah, he really didn't. He really didn't. <laughs> did I, I, I realized that I out. I think did I outscore him last week? He had every, 15, the entire right? league outscored that guy, bro. He fucking dud, he did dud it out. Well, because I feel like I won in like a cheap fashion because Miller's team did absolutely abysmal. But I yeah, I outscored Launchpad last week, so I would have beaten him anyway. So uh, sorry, Launchpad, you 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 weren't making the finals one way or another. He had to go up against league high score too. No big deal. Um, and then uh, Cheese also had 137. to go. 137 is such a weak high score, damn. Hey, look, I, damn. I, still the high score of the week. No one else did better. And yet you and yet you still don't see the 2020 effects on practically every aspect no, of fantasy. Uh, no, seriously, like fantasy, the, the scores have gone down. I, I, I regularly scored last year. Like I had like five or – no, I had, I had seven high scores, but I had like the scores I was getting – they were in like I was getting like a hundred and seventy plus. I was getting a hundred. I had like six scores of that high. I, I started filling up the top all time rankings last year, like the you know, the top scores of all time, and like this year, like even the top, the top score every week was like a hundred and forty points, uh, one hundred and forty five, like good scores, N- nothing to, to to scoff at, but like they weren't like every you know they weren't like epic scores, you know. Scoff anyway. I think there was only That's maybe. The... I think there was only one top 25 score this whole year. Like, the entire league scoring went down. Damn. I mean, I, I don't know what that's from. It's not. It doesn't look like there's any shortage of touchdowns. Maybe it's just more variety amongst running backs, something like that. I think the— Like, tight end, tight end position has just got nothing going on right now other than Kelsey and Waller. Yo, my boy Logan Thomas. Fucking had uh, yeah. 14 catches. I didn't play him because I, I, I was like the— I thought I needed— I don't know. I thought I needed a little bit something extra last week, so I was like, "Let me start that Irv Smith," and he he did drop a fucking touchdown, and he also did something where he screwed up in on a goal line formation, and they took him out. So like, I, it was very disappointing watching all that, but uh, it didn't end up mattering. Uh, but uh, I, I still I still think Irv Smith is going to be good in the future. Uh, Titans take a couple years to develop, and uh, yeah, man, that was rough. But Logan Thomas is definitely being started against you. Like that's for sure. He's going against. Um, Carolina, Carolina, so that's a good matchup for him. I'm, I'm, I'm actually yeah. having to bait Pittsburgh D or the Washington Redskins D. Like Pittsburgh's defense against who? The Colts. The Colts, who are a pretty good offense, and the Pittsburgh's been playing terribly. Versus the Washington versus Carolina with probably no CMC. So like, what are you like? Like they have a, the best pass rush in the NFL. Like I think they're gonna get at Teddy Bridgewater. To be honest with you, don't you have Robbie Anderson in that game? Yeah, but I gotta, I gotta kind of play him regardless. I don't like I, it's either him or Alshon Jeffrey. So like, I gotta play Robbie. Ooh, that's Anderson. a tough one. It's not a tough one. I'm gonna. Play I don't him. know. I think you need to give a second thought to Alshon. He's been crushing it. Do I need to get Anthony on the on the call? He'll talk you into Alshon. Realistically, I think the Eagles do play the Dallas Cowboys, and Jalen Hurts is an animal. So like. The better play might be uh, Alshon Jeffrey, and that's a revenge game for you. You traded him to me, and I, that was a perfect time to trade him because he stunk. The pretty much he didn't stink, but like he gave me one year of, of good service, and then like he's just been kind of and hurt ever since. Well, I don't really know uh, how to advise in this, considering that our uh, our what do you call it? 
our interests are opposed at the moment. So oh, I don't need I'll, your I'll allow input. me to just keep. I'm just saying uh, that's well, I, I'm going I'm mulling over my head saying that like I might have to start Car- uh, um, Washington versus Carolina instead of uh, uh, what's it uh, Pittsburgh over Indianapolis. Pittsburgh is being playing terribly. Like you know you can't. It's hard. To, to, to justify starting them week in week out like <laughs> <laughs> they lost against the, they, they got are bl- terrible they, 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 got they are absolutely up. terrible they got blown up by the Bengals dude like Giovanni Bernard is, is looking like fucking Alvin Kamara out there dude <laughs> like what the fuck that was great and the, and the quarterback ran all over him too that was that was always fun to watch now mm-hmm. uh, one last right. one last thing about this I want to talk about your miracle run at what point did you were like, I think I got a chance to win this whole thing. Um, probably after I just saw like if, if Miller's last two remaining receivers sort of like got him, uh, you know, like four points in total. I was like, you know, I, I, I think I might have luck on my side for once. That was the weakest and- starting lineup of receivers I've ever seen, dude. It was Allen with like two and a half, 2.3 points. And he was like, the best receiver he fucking put out there. He had well, he had he had one guy that did. Uh, he had Mike Evans. Mike Evans had a good game, but outside of that, Amari had like a point. Juju had like a point. Uh, Keenan Allen had two points. So like, listen, at that point, I mean, you see all three of them just shit in the bed that badly. You kind of think, you know, like, all right, all right, if I win this, what kind of horrible shit is going to happen to cats? Uh-huh. And uh, that's that. That's what I'm waiting for this week. On the different on the different end though, I, I don't rely on quarterbacks to to pump my players up, bro. I I, I, I go heavy on running back. I got Austin Eckler or Leonard Fournette. If he starts again, that's a, that's a fucking. I might have to start Leonard Fournette. He's he's gonna score touchdowns, so uh, I'm probably gonna go Eckler versus Denver. But um, what was it? I got Eckler and then my boy Aaron Jones and my boy Derrick Henry and fucking the stars aligned. CMC might come back. Who knows? I, I don't think you're getting CMC back, but again, if you I'm get if you get CMC back, then that goes against your defense. So last week, Miller got like 15 points from his defense, which uh, you know you get if you can get that, those kinds of games from your kicker and defense, then you know that's you know it's just you don't expect that, and that's huge for your overall points, obviously. But I, I, I'm I'm thinking that 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 Titans uh, Green Bay game could be uh, a bad matchup for you. I'm thinking that's going to be a good matchup. I think both of those defenses are candy. They're just candy-ass defenses. They don't stop the run. Uh, Titans never get off on the third down. I think Aaron Rodgers uh, is going to run down the field and score. I, the, the Titans, like, what the what Green Bay stops is the pass well, right? But fucking you have Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry and, and uh, to a lesser extent, uh, A.J. Brown, who can catch the ball at, like, one yard out and just have to be an absolute animal. Oh, John o. Smith too. Like they're they're not a, they're a team that like prevents the other team from like you know they break up a lot of passes. They cover the wide receivers well, but like they're not a team that's in there in your fucking face making tackles, man. Like that's the Titans. Like you got to tackle some big boys when they get the ball. You can dare carry John o. Smith and AJ Brown are probably the most intimidating three people to fucking tackle in the NFL. No, I, I hear you, and uh, obviously they are very good, but. I, I, I'm just I'm just waiting for that whatever you know bad luck happens because of 2020 starts happening for you this week. I mean I, I I'm sure I'm gonna get it too. I, I I got my fair share of like you know garbage points last week, but uh, I don't know. I, I you can't predict it. That's the thing. That's uh, that that that's that's all I got going for me right now. I feel good about it. I think I, I think I'm gonna win it. I I, mm-hmm. I I feel good. I got a strong team. You, you, <laughs> I'd be shocked if you didn't say this. <laughs> what? I, it's, I'm 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 being cocky, yeah, but like I'm I don't, like Malokia, I don't believe in like I'm not Miller trying to like you know 3D chess you. I'll come right and say it, bro. Like ain't no luck involved in this shit. It's I I I have I, I I assembled a good team. If I lose, I lose. But I I feel I should win. I got the, I feel I have the better team than you. Like I'm not starting fucking guys like fucking Jameson Crowder or like uh, you know Rashard Higgins. Or nah, uh, I don't think I'm going to start Jameson Crowder, although he is in consideration. Who are they playing against again? Uh, the Jets. It's Jets versus Browns. Browns got a canned defense too, bro. They they, they don't fucking. That's stop what much. I'm saying. <laughs> I, I, I'm saying you you're, you're going to get you're going to get beaten by a squad that you're going to look back after the season 
and be like, you know, how who, the hell did I fucking lose that match? You know who my boy AR is playing this week? The Jags. Who? Yeah, but you still got. Uh, yeah, you're relying on Mitch, Mitchell Trubisky. Now, granted, he, <laughs> you don't I, think I, Mitchell I, Trubisky's like going to tear Trubisky. up the team that's trying to get Trevor Lawrence, bro? You don't think that's the case? No, nah, I think it's going to be uh, the running back, Montgomery. Montgomery, the the, the fantasy award winning uh, uh, player this year. <laughs> uh, and then uh, I, f- I forget who the Rams play this week. It was another candy matchup too for uh, for Wood. Seattle. Rams versus Seattle. My wide receivers really couldn't have had two better matchups to, in the finals right here within Seattle and uh, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, you know, if they, I would be shocked if they just gave me duds. Like at the worst, I feel like eight or nine points. So like I'm I'm gonna get production out of them. Hopefully Robbie Anderson can catch like a bunch of balls like he usually does. And uh, I my my running back's good. And then the Giants, come on, bro. I've watched a, I watched those fucking bitches play all year. I think Justin Tucker's gonna have like. A bunch of field goals because the Giants are good enough to maybe stop the Ravens a couple of times, but the Ravens are eventually gonna overwhelm the Giants when the Giants fucking go three and out for the entire first half because Colt McCoy and company can't fucking move the football. Oh, Daniel Jones is out again. He's not playing, and if he if he is playing, it's almost worse because his his biggest asset right now is his legs and he can't run. So like he saw with the. Uh, what was it? Who, uh, who did he play against? Um, that absolutely sacked the shit out of him uh, two uh, two weeks ago. Was the oh, it was the Cardinals? They, they they had like eight or nine sacks on that guy, and like the, he just couldn't move out the way. Like he's he's a guy that takes off. And White Vic, you know, you know he has that running ability that now he doesn't. So it's like yeah, we don't care if this guy passes it because he's all fucked up. And who's he really passing it to? We have Slayton's okay, Shepard's okay, Ingram blows. Ingram. Ingram, the whole, the pro baller, uh, sucks, you know, dude. Ingram over there, Evan Ingram. <laughs> I I told was it a, I I didn't tell Miller, but like I after Miller made that trade with Steve that night, I was like, you traded for Mark Ingram, like bad trade. You traded Miles Sanders for Mark Ingram no, and Justin Spurs. Evan, it was Evan Ingram. Whatever, Evan Ingram. Right? Evan Ingram. Well, I mean, they're two different players. <laughs> they, neither of them matter. They're so like, I know one guy's a pro bowler, but like he had like four hundred yards and like. You know, I don't know, like fifty catches, some shit like that. He played, he had an awful season. Um, but yeah, yeah Miller traded uh, Miles Sanders, and no, I think it was just Miles Sanders for Justin's first, which is going to be a real good one, and Ingram, which is a dud. So, yeah, I'd say that's that's pretty good. Getting that first is a uh, classic Miller. Oh, and then is this the fall of Miller? Like, is it like in League of Extraordinary, Extraordinary Fantasy, gentlemen? Like. He's still going to be a playoff team because his team's better than like the the crap that's you know some of the, some of the crap that's below us. But like Julio, I think his career's as an as a, at least an elite player is coming is is over. I think that he, he you're going to get some production out of him, but it's not going to be Julio. AJ Green's done. Uh, Todd Gurley's done. Um, you know what's going on with Zeke? Ezekiel Elliott? That's another question mark. Like what the hell's up with that? Uh, you know, I think he bounces back next year, but it's it's not a good thing that you see him struggling with Dak and without Dak. Like he had some good gains, but like he was following the football. He wasn't he wasn't putting in those like twenty something point weeks when Dak was around, right? And then after Dak was around, that whole team sucked. Yeah, I mean, it's a, I, I'll, I'll give him a little bit of leeway for for Z because we don't know, but I think he's still got enough talent with. Uh, Running back position, he's got two solid young running backs. He's got uh, Evans still at receiver, not dominant like he was in the past, but I think, like you said, he'll be a, a perennial playoff team. Uh, but I, I don't know if he has the likes to compete with you, you and uh, Launchpad long term, much much like myself. But uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's still it's still a solid lineup, and he's going to have his obviously like picks this year and. And uh, I, 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 he's like a, it's like the Patriots kind of in the league. He's just always around, always around in, in in the you know top three spots. All right, let's talk Superflex a little bit. Cheese versus Steve. I think Steve has been the most dominant player in that league all year. Cheese's team, Whisper was really good. I'm not, not saying anything against him, but he's had a lot of injuries. Lost Connor and Zeke, and that I, I don't see him winning against Steve. Steve's got Mahomes. I mean. He's looking nice. Uh, I gotta. I, I'm gonna go with Steve in that matchup. What about yourself? 
I'm probably leaning towards Steve just because I'm looking at, well, it's all about the matchups. So, like, his quarterbacks have great matchups. Uh, Dalvin Cook kind of really doesn't matter. Jacobs versus the Chargers is pretty good. Uh, Mostart, assuming he plays, I don't know who 49ers think are playing. He's I think out, it's out. He, Mostart's out for the year. Okay, so he's out. So he's got to come up with – he's got Boyd with no quarterback, really. Boyd just had a concussion. Uh, Boyd, it, it, right, if he plays. Mm-hmm. Jefferson, obviously that's solid. DK Metcalf, solid. DJ Moore, solid. Damn, he's got uh, he got all three of those guys. Yeah, and his and his, he's uh, got the best bench. receiving core then because the, all three of those guys are studs. And yeah, and they're all mad young. Yeah, they're all like second, yeah. third year and in the league. And especially when you include Boyd with a healthy Burrows, that's that's really, really solid one through four. Um, Absolutely. And he's got Darren Waller, who's basically matchup proof. So his his team is looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see who's cheese. Cheese is matching up. Uh, he's got Cole Beasley. He's got, he's got Goff. Yeah, well, he's got Goff and Murray, which, I mean, you assume a floor with Murray is pretty good, but Goff, not so much. You know he can end up doing, like, five points. Uh, his running back situation looks like it's completely fucked now. He lost to Clyde. Uh, oh, yeah, he had CEH, Zeke, who the hell knows what's going on with them. I was yeah, so- he had CEH. And, was, in that draft, I was. And the other thing is that he's got. What's up? I said in that draft, I was so happy when he selected Ceh instead of J- Jonathan Taylor. I was like, hmm. I was like, I, I, I uh, trade. I mean, I traded Josh Allen away. I didn't think he was going to be as good as he was, but I still got J- yeah. Jonathan Taylor back in that trade and Dallas Godart. So I was fine with that. Um, you know, I, at least I hit on my draft pick. So like, whatever. Like you know, it's like JTT's uh, a nice running back, but I, I was. Sh- I, I was big JTT over CEH guy. The, I, I, the thing is, like, I like CEH's team. I'm not a CEH. Like, if he went somewhere else, I don't think he'd be shit. And we've had this well, argument. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, 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 you can't assume that he's all of a sudden not going to be there for whatever reason. But um, as far as, you know, like, Cheese's running backs at the situation, he may not have a single running back that he can play other than Anthony McFarlane this week. Because he had really started playing. Alvin Samed last week, <laughs> and uh, Salvin Ahmed, yeah, and he he's uh, losing the job back to Miles Gaskin this week. You think so they're going to go probably... straight up uh, Cal again, or they're going to split it like? Yeah, they 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 like to do that as much as possible. So far, at least that's what they seem. Last week, and, um, uh, Salvin Ahmed ran for 100 yards, and that's the first guy to run for 100 yards in over two years. So like, yeah. The even though the Miami is a good rushing team, it's like, and they rush for well over 100 yards every game. It's like. You know, Ryan Fitzpatrick will give you like 40 yards rushing out of nowhere, or Tua Tagovailoa, and then like the running back will get like 50 yards rushing, and then like 65 yards passing, and then like another running back will also give you like 60 yards. Like you know, it's like the weirdest yeah. breakdown of a good running team. Yeah, and and this is uh, not the time when you with these kinds of injuries right now. Yeah, well, I think was it Gaskin just had COVID, right? Likely get his uh, starting role back. He might share some with uh, with Ahmed because he's done so well. But at the same time, like mm-hmm. you know, they're they're a running team. They they like to keep things simple right now for uh, Tua, and it's working. He oh. gets and and they catch a lot of balls out of the backfield too. Gaskin's usually good for like four catches. Okay, now the losers brackets. Um, we'll start a league of short fancy jumps. I, I shouldn't. I I forgot to do this, so I'm going back. But. Um... Wild Dan versus Dunk. Who's getting that? Well, that one thirteen this year. I particularly think Dunk fucking pulled the the ace out of his sleeve. He's he threw up a bunch of players that were doing well, and uh, um, you know he's he's got a bit a better lineup going into the playoffs plus Montgomery. But you know, Wild Dan's got Darren Waller and a couple really good players in there, and he's been killing it the last couple weeks. So I'm gonna go Dunk. I think Dunk's gonna win though. Well, Wild Dan, Scott, just looking to see. He's got Ayuk, Godwin, Landry, Waller. He's got a question at running back at the moment. Rodgers. He's got Breda, Malcolm Brown, Gus the Bus Edwards, and Duke Johnson. Yeah, so he's he's got a weak running back crew compared to Donk. 
Donk's got uh, has his, he's got the Baker Mayfield. Oh, he's got Montgomery. Pretty much explains it. And he's got Corey Davis having a season. Metcalf, Higgins, Hawkinson. Donk's team is not bad at all. It really isn't, especially he's, since he's, he's promoted T. Higgins. He's also got a bunch of draft picks, and uh, I, he's going to be a team that's rising in the future. And uh, yeah, definitely. I, I want to. His say- running back situation looks really promising for the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. Dobbins is looking like the real deal, and Acres looks like the guy to own in uh in the, with the Rams at least. You know, while one is always injured. Well, that was clear from their draft capital they spent on him they they spent a high second and they they get like rid of they let go girly um Darrell Henderson is not like a three down back he's a change of pace guy and I think together mm-hmm. they'll work very well like even like how uh, Naheem Hines and JTT play like one guy is the between the tackle guy who's going to get like 20 touches and the other guy's going to get like 11 touches but he's going to be like dynamic he's gonna be catching balls getting like 15 yard gains and stuff like that and also, I'm looking at Donk's uh, tight end situation is probably the best in the NFL. He's got Hawk, uh, best in the, in the NFL, of course. Goddard and Higby, yeah, yeah, best in the NFL. Higby's, but, uh, Higby's okay, but Goddard and and Hawkinson is awesome. Yeah, that's solid. Yeah, that's really solid. So I'm I'm gonna say that I think uh, uh, Donk pulls out the victory. Ends up getting the 113 along with most likely a top three pick, and uh, he might he might be up there in the uh, in the playoffs uh, playoff race next year. Do you see his... again? I think this team is is infinitely better than mine. So somehow if I can make the playoffs, he could too. Uh, what is it? Uh, he he also owns one. He also owns two firsts. He owns James first, so it's not a um, a lottery pick, but it's like the seventh or eighth pick. And then he mm-hmm. owns three seconds, so he's he's got a lot of good draft capital. Um, he owns your second somehow. He's got, yeah, he owes mine second, yeah. Oh, Crowder, so like he's he's got five picks in the first twenty five this year, maybe six picks if he, if he gets that one thirteen. He's looking good. He's got a lot of young talent. I like his team for the future, to be honest with you. And mm-hmm. he's taken a little page out of Cats, where he sold off his assets and he rebuilt. And you know what? Through the draft, he's looking like he might be putting together a dynasty, like your boy here. I, I would say path to tanking is significantly easier than the path to victory. I'm noticing that everybody's using the fail-safe plan of I'm just going to suck for two or three years and then uh, build up draft picks. But, um, you know, it's got it, to work out in the playoffs for that three-week run where you just, you know, you don't get fucked, essentially. Well, so it did for I, Cats. I, I see him making the playoffs next year. It did for cats. I'm doing the same thing in that league, in the Superflex league. So let's go to that. Actually, on the on the flip end, me and cats versus LP round three. Um, in the finals here of the 113 pick, I'm pick myself. <laughs> uh, I'm dealing with some Cam Akers injuries and a couple other things, but I got my boy Jalen Hurts. Uh, he's absolutely killing it. And uh, you know, uh, do you think he's gonna keep the job? I don't see how you come back from this if you're Carson Wentz. Like, if you go into next year being like, it's an open job, like, I, like Jalen Hurts is killing it. And I foresee him killing the Dallas Cowboys and whoever they play in Week 17, like, as far as statistically putting them there in the chance to win the game. Carson Wentz, for the better half of the season, looked like the worst player in the NFL. So do you think it's going to be Hurts or Wentz next year? I think it's Hurts. I, I think that the future of the NFL is a true hybrid quarterback. And if he's got the ability to throw like he seems that he does have, mm-hmm. you know, accurately enough, then I, I think that could be really, really beneficial to that offense. Because oh, all of a sudden you have like a resurgence of other players that have athletic ability. They just need a competent quarterback. And, uh, you know, Wentz just – I don't know what the hell they do with them, with, with him in terms of uh, moving Bears. him or not. Throw him to the Bears for some picks. Look, <laughs> he, You know, he's another one. Like – I would be very curious if Denver would reach out to Philadelphia for a trade for Wentz. I think because... you're going to see some big name quarterbacks on the move this draft during mm-hmm. the during or before the draft. I feel that you're going to see some big name quarterbacks moved. Well, I think also the class of quarterbacks coming out this year. I I had previously thought that that um, Lawrence Fields were going to be like a one two punch. But I've watched a number of the Ohio State game, games this year. They only had five. But 
I've watched at least like two no. or three of them. No, don't, he's not that great. No, don't he pick that really, guy. He really he makes he makes a terrible decisions. He throws into traffic all the time. He like you know when getting taken down for a sack, he tries to make some stupid throw. Like I I see him as Dwayne Haskins at best. And maybe even worse than that, because I, like he's just not good. I said this when the Giants were thinking about drafting Dwayne Haskins, or there's there's smoke about. There are three things in this world you can bet on: to death, taxes, and Ohio State quarterbacks sucking in the NFL. They're no good. Yeah. And I don't care if they kick the shit out of the Big Ten, yeah. but they they also get the shit kicked out of them by the SEC, and they look like crap. Uh, so I'm not about that guy at all. If anyone who picks him at your own risk, I, I think he's going to suck in the NFL. Fields is going to be good. That gift from BYU might be good. He plays in a week. No, no, no. no. Fields is sucks. Fields is terrible. No, it's Fields Lawrence is going to be good. I like. No, Fields is going to be you good. You like Fields? From Florida? No, no. Fields is Ohio State. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm th- the, 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 the kid from Florida. Kyle Trask. Yeah, I like He's going to be good. I like yeah, him. Yeah, Kyle Trask. I like him. Yeah, he's... He's solid, the kid from BYU, like you said. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like, so I see maybe, like, two, three quarterbacks in this in this draft class for us. Mm-hmm. And everything else after that, like, it's going to be rough. Like, I, I, I'm i somebody who needs a, run, a, a quarterback in this league. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if there's going to be a quarterback left for me. Well, I, I have him, but I don't really have anybody else. I have Cam Newton. I can't trust that. <laughs> no, he's done. I think he's I literally got, done. Yeah, like I don't know if he'll have a job next year. So I'm looking to take a quarterback in the first round. Mm-hmm. And honestly, outside of Lawrence, who's going to go 101, and uh, and the guy uh, from BYU, like there's really maybe one other quarterback to take. And I just like I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I think I'm just I, going to take my chances again. If I don't get if I get the first pick, because I'm, I'm I have a high lottery pick this year. If I don't get the first pick. I and mean, I don't get Lawrence or or for whatever reason Launchpad he, he has a bunch of quarterbacks he he just picked up um Burrow I, he had the first pick last year uh, I think he picked a quarterback he had Herbert that's what he had he had Herbert so I, if he doesn't pick a quarterback or Lawrence for whatever reason or he doesn't trade it and pick someone else and I have the chance to draft Lawrence I'm gonna draft Lawrence but if I don't have the chance to draft Lawrence I'm not gonna take another quarterback I'm just gonna pick probably the best running back or receiver I'm a, that is allotted to me. And flip a coin with some guy on a team that is, if he ever gets a starting job, I think he's going to be nasty like I did with Hertz this year. So, like, I drafted Hertz. I was like, if he ever, if Wentz ever, which I thought he might, would definitely get hurt at some point, but I didn't think he was just straight up going to get sacked because he sucked. Yeah, get benched, yeah. <laughs> so, like, whatever. I, I knew that Hertz was eventually going to get out there for a while because one reason, or I didn't have, for, for, for injuries, but I, I didn't expect him to get hurt, but... I knew that when he got out there, he was going to be dynamite. Like he was, because he's super athletic, and like, you know, that the whole pocket passer thing is dead to me. Like, you know, I look at Patrick Mahomes, and like, like obviously he's the he's also an amazing thrower as well as a runner. But like, he he just the way he elongates a play, where like he steps up in the pocket, the pocket collapses, he gets outside, buys another two seconds, and then, boom, he hits one of his guys. Not even like a dynamic guy, like Kelsey or or, or uh, Ty- like Tyreek. You're talking about like McCole Hardman or Robinson or something like that. You know, 25 yards downfield. You need that guy to elongate a play. And and like, if you don't have that, if you have like a Tom Brady, a Drew Brees, or some bullshit, like you're constantly throwing the ball to the running back, and you're hoping they make a play or something like that because you can't you can't get outside the pocket and you and move around. Yeah. So I think the NFL, the history, the, the 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 future of the NFL is the Mahomeses of the world, the Russell Wilsons, the the uh, like you said, um, like Jalen Josh Allen. Josh, Josh Allen's been doing that this year. Like mm-hmm. it's these guys that can throw on the run accurately. Mm-hmm. That's that's what the NFL is. Like you need to be able to throw accurately while extending the play. <laughs> you know, it's uh, you know, it's weird. It's like that's what the uh, Titans thought they had with Mariota because mm-hmm. coming out of the Oregon system, you know, they do a lot of that, you know, a scramble, sh- shotgun it out with you know, just sending four guys downfield. But uh, he just can't throw. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting, uh, you know, going forward because uh, Rodgers is one of those guys that used to run around a lot and throw accurately. Mm-hmm. But now he's getting more and more stationary and they have another running, another quarterback, you know, like just waiting behind him. Jordan Love's a bust. So Jordan Love wasn't good, in, like he wasn't all that great in um, college. He had a bad senior year. I think he played for Nevada. Um, 
I forget, what, I forget what school he played for, but I was not a fan of Jordan he was Love. Like, I think he was like Utah or something like it was that. Utah. Yeah, some Jordan blue and Love white Utah, school yeah. or some shit. Uh, but I'm yeah, not a fan of Jordan he's, Love. He's, he's uh, Yeah, no, I, I, I don't know what's going on with that, but um, you got to have that role. And that's why I think Jalen Hurts is going to be the starter going forward for uh, mm-hmm. for uh, Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. They just, you know, they're, they're pretty much there, but they just need a quarterback and fuck them over. For sure. So... Okay, who do you got in the one thirteen match? Myself, I got myself clearly, or LP. Well, I like your running backs a lot. Uh, obviously, you lost Cam, but uh, Fournette, Sanders, and Taylor this week are going to be nice. Your receivers, for the most part, CD Lamb's going to be solid. McLaurin, Goddard, uh, Brown. I never count for anything, but if he does something great, so yeah, I'll probably I'll probably go with your team. The only thing is going to be is Launchpad's quarterbacks are probably going to be good. Herbert and who's the other one? Drew Brees. Who's he playing? Who are the Saints playing? The Saints are playing... Uh, hold on one second. The Saints... Like, Drew Brees has been good this year, but he hasn't been, like, lighting it up, I feel. You know, like, I think that he's, like, losing it a little bit and he's been hurt. And, like, I, if they don't win this year, I, he's got to retire, man. Like... I think he's done. I think this is it. Mm-hmm. Guys like Ribcage got cl- like cracked in. They're playing the Vikings. That's an easy matchup. So he, he could, should he, blow he, him up. Yeah, he can throw against them. Mm-hmm. But uh, outside of that, I think your receivers are better. Actually, he's got more receivers, but I don't. I, like, he's got AJ Brown and Jarvis Landry and Mike Evans. So those three are there. Mm-hmm. But your running backs, along with the receivers you do have, I just think are, are better than what he's going to throw out there. So I'm going with you. Cool, cool. Uh, all right, man. So we'll we'll do one more to finish up the season recap, and we'll shake hands at the end of this uh, week. Mike, I don't wish you any luck. I hope you lose. I uh, I, yeah. hope, I hope that all the bad things in this world happen to your fantasy team, and I come out with a dominant victory, not just a victory. I don't want to win by one point. I want to win by 40. Um, I'll give the mic to you, Mike. Well, I, 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 I don't appreciate your honesty, but I totally understand your honesty <laughs> and uh, your position, I mean. But... Um, yeah, no, I'm telling you. The only thing that I can say going into this match is 2020 has been the opposite or exactly, you know, whatever you want to call it, the antithesis of what you want from this year. So let's get uh, Well, they want Mike to win. To be. So that, and that logic, everyone wants you to win. No, it's based on – well, yeah, everybody you – know, I, I would say you, you're probably the biggest reason. I don't think I've endeared anybody to come to me more than you've pushed them into favoring me, which I'll take. I, I, I'm not going to complain. I don't want friends in but, this uh, league as far as like, you're, you're all my enemies in this game we play. Like, I, I'm not rooting for any of you. Like, I'm rooting for me. I, I, yeah. <laughs> no, no. I, your, your actions clearly speak to that effect. <laughs> so I, I I just think that um, it's just, you know, it's just going to happen. It's just going to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, win, or, win or lose, I have no business being in this game whatsoever. So... It's already been a, a slight victory, but I, I want I want the championship. I think twenty twenty is my year. All right, I I I respect that, Mike, and hopefully you lose, and I could just gloat for another three hundred and sixty five days, and uh, maybe maybe we start talking about a three peat. We can start literally talking about a legit dynasty forming in front of everyone's eyes. But that would be absolutely horrible. We're just, gonna just horrible. No, it'd be great. We're going to go out on uh, a note of Flags Fly Forever, so one of us is going to raise one next Sunday night. Uh, potentially, I guess, Monday if fucking Mike decides to play some Pat or some shit. Oh, mm-hmm. get, or John Brown. Please play John, John Brown. Brown. I'm bringing John Brown off the bench. Please play John Brown. He's, he's total trash. Let's play That's player. it. He's, go, he's going for 102 touchdowns. You just solidified he it. He just isn't. But that that mm-hmm. even, even though they don't have Stephon Gilmore, that – Pittsburgh, de- the, the, the Patriots defense is still really good, and they all they want to do in this fucking world is run the clock out. So like, like when they get the ball, it's like a run to one of the nine running backs they throw out there, and then it's a cam looks downfield, doesn't see anyone open, runs the football. Like the clock on the Patriots game just go just runs, dude. So please mm-hmm. play John Brown in a in a and it's probably a defensive game. I'm I'm cocky. I don't give a fuck. I'll tell you. Play John Brown. All right, you, 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 you. I won't start John. I'm fine. No, I'll in, 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 until the last second. So right. That way, you won't need to worry about it. 
I don't care. It's fine. Um, anyway, happy Festivus. Merry Christmas, Mike. We will, uh, we will, we will speak again next week. All right. Happy family to you, to you as well. I said happy Festivus. Festivus. I, I like to include all the holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. To you and your family. What, uh, <laughs> before, actually, no, one more thing before we go. What are the gripes you'd like to air, to grieve this year? for? Our, for let's do a little Festivus uh, you know, tradition. What, what gripes <laughs> would you like to air? <laughs> my, my airing of grievances is pretty minimal this year. Uh, I've, I've, uh, I, I mean, the biggest fucking fuck you is to COVID in general. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate this thing. I hate being inside all the time. I hate the fact that I don't live in the city anymore because of it. Just, uh, you know, fuck you, COVID. You fucking suck. And uh, other than that, 2020, 2021, good things. I like to, my, my grievances I would like to air are to uh, Christian McCaffrey and uh, Michael Thomas. Like, <laughs> like what was that, guys? Like, sweet, sweet 2020. <laughs> got, got about 130 points combined from you guys. Pretty dope. So, uh, everybody, have a great day and much love out there.